Hi, this is attorney Melena Christopher, and it's the law, y'all. Did you know that between 60 to 75% of Americans die without a will? Dying without a will is called dying intestate. Intestacy means the government decides who they think you want to give your assets to. But are you willing to let the government decide that for you? Most of you would probably say no, but yet I hear it all the time. Someone will say, I've been meaning to get a will done. I know I should do it, but I just never get around to it. Let's face it, for most people, writing a will brings up the subject of their own mortality. Death is not a subject anyone wants to think about, let alone speak about, or let alone do something about. Even if someone can bring themselves to face their own mortality, there are some folks who think that they have nothing to pass on to their heirs, so why bother preparing a will? But someone should not let a current lack of property deter them from writing a will. After all, they could win the lottery or mail order sweepstakes, but even more likely they could inherit money, or perhaps their death might be caused by a defective vehicle or a drunk driver, or they might be struck by a negligent driver who is employed by a big business. In those circumstances, the family could end up suing on behalf of the estate of the victim, the funds for which could be passed on to their loved ones mentioned in their will. I find it interesting that some folks with a substantial, even huge estate may die without a will, like Howard Hughes, for example. Why would someone with so much money and so much property at stake do that? Well, true, there are some people who just don't care about what happens after they're gone. Others might just not want to take the time and effort, even though in most cases it only takes a few hours overall to prepare their information and meet with an attorney, and even others may be hesitant to share personal information. For those of you out there that are listening, please know that anything you tell your attorney is privileged information, so you can rest assured it will be kept private. Here are some things to consider for any will in Texas. First of all, testamentary intent. Did you intend for this document to be your will? Second, testamentary capacity. Were you of sound mind when you wrote the will? Third consideration is legal capacity. Were you a legal adult when you wrote the will? Fourth, is the will signed by the testator? In other words, did the person writing the will sign the document? And last, is the will witnessed by two people over the age of 14 and signed by a notary? Those are the basics. In general, a written will that doesn't meet those requirements is invalid. Now, that's not to say that if a will does meet those requirements, it's necessarily valid. So to be certain, we recommend you seek legal counsel to make certain you have a valid will. Once your will is signed, keep it in a safe place. And we suggest that you keep a copy with your attorney or with the county clerk's office. Just recently, the Hayes County Clerk's Office began offering a service that provides safekeeping for your original will for a one-time fee of $5. When there's a will, there's a way to leave your assets behind for your loved ones. Be sure to take the time and make some plans so that your loved ones are protected. I'm Attorney Melena Christopher, and that's the law, y'all. It's The Law Y'all, a daily legal segment every weekday at 12 noon on KDRP 99.9 FM and online at kdrplive.org.